Welcome to Talking Taxes Hill Roundtable, a Bloomberg Tax podcast. We'll sit down with our Hill team to discuss the latest legislative activity dealing with tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone, and we're excited you're here. Today, I'm joined by Bloomberg Tax's Laura Davison. Hi, Laura. How are you today? Thanks for having me here. Great to have you. So walk us through what's been happening on the Hill. How are Democrats and Republicans talking about the tax law, especially you know, in terms of how it's playing out as the, the midterm elections near? So because the tax bill was ba- basically the only thing uh, that they really accomplished last year in terms of legislative achievements, uh, Republicans and Democrats are both hoping to run on this in the midterms this fall. So for Republicans, they're really selling, you know, look, this is uh, you know expanding the economy, creating jobs. People are seeing more in their paychecks. Uh, businesses are investing more. And Democrats are saying, look, this is all going to to businesses and to to wealthy individuals. Corporations are using it to buy back stocks and issue dividends to their shareholders. This isn't helping your average person and really your average voter, for example. Um, So last week in the Ways and Means Committee, we saw um, both Democrats and Republicans really go toe to toe um, on this issue. They brought in a panel of witnesses, um, some economists and some business owners. Uh, Republicans, they got to have the majority of the witnesses. So those were mostly people in favor of the law. Democrats got to have one economist come in and, and say, hey, we don't think this is really expanding you know, the economy to that 3% that Republicans uh, say it is or say it will over the long run. Um, and, and it was really interesting to see, particularly the Democrats, on what they were talking about because they have a chance of regaining uh, control of the House this coming year. This is something that Republicans are very concerned about, seeing you know some of the, the special elections that have happened so far. A lot of the momentum has been behind the Democrats. And uh, so they're kind of now eyeing, you know, what could we do? What could we actually do if we have a majority in the House? Um, so they're looking at things like um, reinstating the individual mandate, which was this tax on individuals if you didn't have health insurance. Um, that uh, you had to pay. And it was basically an incentive for everyone to to have health insurance. And it was kind of weird how this worked in the tax bill um, is that it actually um, it it raised revenue. So it it actually brought more money to the government um, because uh, it it meant that fewer people would be um, applying for this government subsidized health insurance and getting these premium tax credits. So that's something that that they're looking to do. They're also looking potentially at at raising uh, the corporate tax rate. So it's at 21 percent. Both Democrats and Republicans, when tax reform started, you know, three or four years ago, when these conversations were happening, and really even further back than that, agree, okay, 35% is too high, but Democrats were looking more at 28%, Republicans wanted something more like 21%. You could maybe see that creep up in the 25 26 27% range um, if Democrats had their way. That One of the things they are really concerned about is the deficit. Um, and this is something you typically hear from the minority party of saying, look, the, the deficit's too large, we need to curb... Um, you know, either raise taxes or curb and spending, or um, you know, if you're Republicans, it tends to be curb and spending. If you're Democrat, uh, you know, traditionally more, you know, raise raise taxes. Is kind of you know very simplistically how that uh, boils down. However, the important thing to remember here is that even if Democrats regain control of the House, uh, that's likely all they're going to have. The the Senate is a much more difficult for them um, because of the the candidates that are up for re-election this cycle in the Senate. There's a lot of Democrats from more vulnerable states, more Republican-leaning states. Um, so they it's a they have a one-seat minority right now. Um, so the Repo- Republicans just have have one seat. But you could actually see that, despite some of the momentum behind Democrats, see Republicans actually pick up more seats, just kind of as a factor of, of who's up for re-election. So if Democrats have the House, not the Senate, and not the White House, they really can't do anything besides pass messaging bills of saying, look, this is what we want, and that would really become an issue for the the 2020 presidential campaign. Um, but it, it, it's it's interesting to see. 
how this is weighing. And, and, and Republicans um, are really uh, trying to sell this and saying, look, you know, you're doing better. You're earning more money. You see, um, you know, conservative leaning organizations like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and Club for Growth who are running advertisements in districts of, of Republicans who are who are um, perhaps more vulnerable, you know, people from suburban districts where they maybe they they would people don't like Trump as much. Uh, so this is a this is a big issue. And and, and Republicans want people to keep talking about the tax bill and, and really buoy them into the fall. Also this week, appropriations bills are being taken up to that would fund both um, the IRS and Treasury. Can you tell us what to expect from those discussions and what those funding bills might look like? Yeah, yeah. So this is a, we've returned at least a little bit towards more normal um, the more normal appropriations process in in Congress. So really, for the past several years, there's been a lot of short term extensions of funding um, instead of doing the whole you know coming up with all these. You know, there's 12 different appropriation bills that fund all aspects of the government and and then passing each of those. There's there's ways that that lawmakers can get around to to fast track that, uh, but at least right now, they're they're proceeding with the normal budgeting process. So in the House, we'll see them mark up the the bill, which means that they're going to officially approve it in the subcommittee, which will then go to the committee, and then will go to the House floor. So there's still several steps ahead of it. Um, and so far, we've seen Republicans acknowledge that there is a need for more funding for the IRS. This is their tax bill. Um, they want to see it succeed, and they they want to make sure that the IRS has um, some of the funding. To, to make that happen. One of the things that we always watch for in these are, are different policy writers. So these are things that restrictions on the IRS. So basically they can't use the funding to, um, you know, target um, any tax exempt groups uh, for because of their political leanings or, you know, any things regarding um, religious liberty or, um, you know, in the past there was a big controversy over how the IRS spent some funding making a sort of more parody Star Wars type video. Yeah, there, there, there's just different restrictions there. So we could see that's kind of where the political play um, gets uh, gets going. Over on the Senate side, we'll see um, they're a little bit f- um, further, and they're not as quite as long in the process. They're having a hearing um, on funding, and they're bringing in Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, as well as Dave Cotter, who's the acting IRS commissioner. Commissioner, he also has a position over in Treasury to talk about uh, what the what the funding needs are of the agency. So I think we'll see after lots of years of, of budget decreases, you know, a little bit of a boost. And you already see IRS hiring um, really all of the, the divisions and chief counsel's office, which is the the division that writes all the regulations. Um, they've announced a bunch of hiring uh, international side pass throughs. Um, so that's that's something that they're really excited about, and, and I think we could see some some more forward momentum as, as the funding bills move through. Um, this would fund the agency starting October 1. So there's a little bit of a runway here as, as all this will move, but I, I think um, I folks at the IRS are very happy to see that, that Congress is, is taking uh, this seriously and that it looks like they'll get a little bit more money. Great. Well, thanks for sharing that, Laura. Really appreciate you joining us today. That wraps it up for this week's edition of the Hill Roundtable. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Tax. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloomberg Tax and subscribe to our show on iTunes or SoundCloud. Tune in next time for even more analysis on the tax news of the day. From the nation's capital, I'm Amanda Icone.